I'm not here to make friends or family. Mm-hmm. One, I already have a family. And two, if I were looking to make friends, I would not come here. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and rough realities when it comes to relationships. Pod Squad, I'm your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier, licensed clinical social worker, and as with all weekend editions, my host, co-host, friend, Mia Terrazas is with us today. How are you, Mia? What up, fam? I'm here, and I'm so excited to talk about this topic. This topic... Let's just jump right in. Is Let's one is one dynamic that we um, a lot of people don't pay attention to, mm-hmm. um, and yet there are those who just kind of thrive within this dynamic. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're talking about the idea of the work family, right? The co-worker family. Mm-hmm. Um. At first, I'll, I'll admit, I struggled with this topic a bit, trying to figure out, eh, how's this different? What are we saying? And then I just had like... An epiphany almost. An epiphany almost. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, before I lose it, let's go. You <laughs> let's did. Just, let's go. So we're talking about work family. And now in the time of COVID, for some people, this has been totally disrupted. Mm-hmm. Totally disrupted for a lot of reasons. And we'll get into some of that. Um and that disruption for some people ties into the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And so we'll talk about what that is, what it looks like, and possibly, and even some ways to, um, to cope with that. Okay. So let me start by asking you, Mia, what's your experience with the, uh, the work family? Oh, I, you know what? I really feel like that's a loaded question. Oh, really, Mia? <laughs> I really do because you know what? Okay, it really, um, I, it really does kind of echo those like regular family things. They can be really positive influences and really positive supports. Um, and then if there's tension, it can be so awkward and so difficult and, um, hard. Mm. Um, just like, I guess any family member, if you're having any kind of issue with, and then you have, but you're forced to see them every day. Um, and so it can be challenging. Um, but they can also, you know, the, the coworker relationships can be really awesome. Yep. Yep. I'll be, I'll be the first to admit I've had some really, I've been fortunate to have some really great coworker um, relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously you included Mia. Yay. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, as you say, I've had, I've also had the experience where it's like, damn, this is like, I don't know how long this going to last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know uh, us, that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we met. We were coworkers. Um, and so as you can see, things can happen where um, I really, I 
both of us. I mean, I'm speaking for both of us, but we really just enjoy talking to each other. And the days that I knew Jameson was coming to the campus that I was at, I was really excited because I could talk to someone and they were supportive. They knew what was going on. He knew what was going on in my life. And um, we could have some really candid conversations about some things. And so um, he was a really big support in a lot of ways in, a, in my personal life, but also my professional life. Um, and so I think, like you said, when you have really good coworkers or coworkers that you just vibe with, um, it's, it can be amazing support. Makes a big difference. And I mean, similar for me, um, when I would go visit you and your campus, Mm-hmm. It was a welcome change to my routine, mm-hmm. you know? And so in that sense, it worked out great. Now, let me add this though, right? So we were not uh, the co- in that coworker relationship where we saw each other every day. Right. Now, That's true. as we're saying that, I'm wondering, might things be a little different mm-hmm. if we worked together every day uh i our, our productivity would probably go below <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um our that... productivity would probably be the first to mm-hmm. uh, be compromised um because you know there there was just this need to talk <laughs> this is true um and so that would be a challenge um <laughs> But I, um, I imagine uh-huh. for some of the people with them, some of the struggles, like we were saying earlier, mm-hmm. um, one, I don't know that you and I ever had any kind of fallouts, but if mm-hmm. we did have a fallout, mm-hmm. we had a week to kind of deal with it or get over it and just water under the bridge. Yeah, that's true. But if, um, you're, if you're in a setting where you see them seven to three, eight to four, nine to five, whatever the case <laughs> is. You go home, literally you go to bed and then you're going to see them again first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. Yep. That may be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be really challenging. I'm laughing because I, I mean, definitely I've experienced some of these things before where it's just sheer tension mm-hmm. um, when things don't go, uh, when you don't get along with the coworker. Um, it makes your job one, if you have a hard job, even harder. Mm. Um, and there's a little, at least for me, um, I had a thing where I like, everybody has to like me, everyone has to like me, which is for another episode. But um, <laughs> when someone doesn't, and you um, have to, like you said, work, work with them, and it's imperative that you work with, with um, somebody that you have just tension with, it can, it gave me a little anxiety. I can imagine. Um, yeah. Or every time, you know, you have to anticipate going into a meeting with someone, it can give you a little anxiety. Um, so it's, it definitely can be a place of solace and it can be a place of strife depending on your, your work relationships. Now, now let me be totally open and honest about this, this whole mm-hmm. idea of the work mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never really a thing for me. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, let me. So whenever I was thinking of work, work was purely mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. just work. I show up to do a damn job. <laughs> I collect my check. And then I roll out. Don't ask me about my weekend. Don't ask me about my kids. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to make friends or family. Mm-hmm. One, I already have a family. And two, if I were looking to make friends, I would not come here. <laughs> I mean, just that's just a fact, right? And, and here... Because this is a job. It's a place of employment. Mm-hmm. If I was looking for friends, I'd mm-hmm. go to the beach. I'd go to the basketball court. I'd go to Mexico, wherever. Let me ask you this, because you're just making me think of something. Do you think it would be different if you were, um, if it wasn't a career job or meaning like you're a nine to five type situation or like a, would it matter? Or if it was a job that you were just doing to, to just pay your bills. So for instance, like I worked as a waitress and I would hang out with some of those people outside of my job. I didn't enjoy a beer with them. My career job, um, not really sure that I would really want to enjoy a beer with them after work. Um, no, I don't think it would make a difference. Okay. Because if I'm here just to pay my bills, uh-huh. hanging out with you cuts into that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, now, I no longer feel as strongly, let me just say that, as strongly that way as I once did, but I... I, I uh, I don't always buy into the whole family dynamic at work mm-hmm. for for what you said a moment ago. And I mean, you said this for another episode and we'll see. Okay, <laughs> he might way. bring it out. It may mm-hmm. sneak its way in here because <laughs> um, the idea of people liking me and being my friends, um, I, I, don't, I didn't necessarily need that at work. Right. You know, I, I'm here literally because I got these bills staring at me and I'm not independently wealthy or I, or it's a second job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I, I hang with other, I have other people for that. True. So, but things did change for me because mm-hmm. I remember I was in one job where I was I was having a bit of a hard time. Like I was struggling to adjust to the job and the expectations of the job. Mm-hmm. And I had a coworker who just was like, hey, listen, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. And she really kind of broke it down for me and put it in, in, a, in a way that made sense for me. Um, I was literally overthinking it. And she yeah. Like, yeah, she's like, don't do that. And then... <laughs> with the dad was like, Hey, come sit here with us or Hey, you know? And so just like you and I would have lunch together, mm-hmm. we would also have lunch together. Mm-hmm. And that was new to me because in the line of work that we're in, a lot of it is yeah. solitary work. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it, I, I think I rejected it at first because I had, I wasn't exposed to it. Yeah. 
That's a good, that's a good point. I, I see. And here's the, for me, um, that was all it really, that's all I ever had was like a, a coworker family esque vibe. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now that you're seeing it, um, I was, I, you know, I started working when I was 16 and, um, I and have worked ever since, even, you know, during school, I've worked during the summertime. Um, but I always had a, like when I was younger, I would have, there were younger people that I was working with and I worked in, in retail jobs. Um, and so a lot of the friends that I have now I've, I've picked up from work more than I have just outside at a bar or through friends of friends. They really all, now I'm thinking about it, have all like my good friends um, post like high school and stuff like that. Um, wasn't really through college, it was through my work. And um, there was always one at least that I had a very, very close relationship with. Um, and we had the, uh, the work, was of course what started the conversation or we could kind of both complain about it and be happy about it, whatever was going on. And then it just evolving from there. Um, so I feel like I've always in some sense have had a family, um, family-like coworker relationship. And I think that played into why um, I was like, oh, they have to like me because I had so much of that. So to not have it was weird. Mm -hmm. um, but I do feel like in, in my more, if you will, career job. So given the nature of our job too, I mean, we're therapists or um, a social worker. So there's some, some things that we have to keep to ourselves. And um, I, I feel like, you know, it just, I lost my train of thought. I ran out of tape. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of tape. Um, I don't I, remember what I was saying. No, it's fine. As you're saying that, I <laughs> I do. I am grateful for having um, coworkers and colleagues as mm -hmm. who are clinicians, yeah. because if not for them, I just wouldn't say anything to anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Because you know you're bound by confidentiality. You are. Um, Yet at the same time, you know, I'm just thinking how, you know, even then, if it's not about work or if it's not a client that I need to consult about, mm -hmm. we, we don't have to like get beyond that. That's true. You know, and mm -hmm. I think it may be like just, just where I am, whether career wise or financially or emotionally, I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, but I will say in, in recent employment, I... I've, I have people whom I've traveled with mm -hmm. who are my new coworkers. Mm -hmm. um, and I never thought that I would do any of that. Yeah. I'm talking I, about like spending real time with people, getting to know people. Mm -hmm. um, in some ways, I feel like that's been a boundary as well. Like for me, in terms of when I went from like doing my retail job when I was younger to um, my social work therapist job, like that was a boundary for me. Like I didn't want to bring anything related to work into my personal life. Um, be for 
a variety of reasons. I mean, I, I, until recently in my current situation, you know, my first couple of years, like I didn't, I was invited to do, um, like happy hours and things like that. And I was like, Nope, I'm definitely not doing that. I don't want to do that. I don't need to do that. I need the people that I'm working with to just think of me solely as in this role. Mm -hmm. Um, now that I've been where I'm at for four years, um, there's been a lot of life that happens <laughs> from, you know, year one to year four. And, and I'm constantly with um, and working very closely with some of um, these coworkers. And so I think organically um, the, the wall just started to come down a little bit um, and I was I was a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more personable. Hi, we are the Messiah Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. That's a good word for it, vulnerable. Um, and in some ways, it has truly um enhanced my uh I guess in some ways like your quality of life if I could be so bold because when you have a really good coworker situation it makes like our job is really difficult sometimes and hard and challenging and so when you have the balance of one you can either talk about it or not talk about it but um with other people but to then have that extra support um is just invaluable in some ways and even if you let people with anything if you let people in um a little bit you can it can open a lot of doors for you so okay now now let me ask you this Mm -hmm. so it sounds like when we're talking about like the work family situation Uh it's more like person to person Um, but if we were to talk about work family, as in like the job or the business itself, Mm -hmm. like a sense of familial connection or obligation to that job or business, is that any different? Let me, let me, let me, let me add this. Let me add this. So if we're talking about like a smaller shop or store or Mm -hmm. operation, Mm -hmm. And you know, like maybe the owner or, you know, management and you're talking family. Does that extend to management, I guess, is the first question. Or is it just like the co-workers? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, It has, I think it started, it starts kind of from the top down because I got my, so I got my, I did work at a shop. I worked at a surf shop. when I was younger. And like I'm saying, like, I I really had these experiences where my job, now that we're talking about it, and I'm thinking critically kind of about it, they were all very family oriented, um, which I guess can be very, um, uh, that doesn't happen all the time. So there was only rare. Yeah. And so even in my first job out of 
college, it was a very small agency. Um, and we all went to each other's houses, management, us, you know, workers. So if I got my cue from my management team, that that was a way that they operated um, and I felt comfortable with it, then um, I, yeah, I did, I did that. I, I, I still send Christmas cards to those shop owners that I worked with when I was 20. Mm, my. Yeah. Every year I think about them um, and send them a Christmas card. Uh, so I've kind of always had that, I guess. And okay. so um, this, this experience though has been a little different because it's huge. The system I work in is big. Right. Right. And um, so, and, and like most huge systems, there are, you know, policies and mm -hmm. limitations mm -hmm. as to what you can and can't do. Right. Um, you know, the, t uh, what are it? Um, chain of command type situation. Yeah. That's, yeah, exactly. So in some ways that makes it difficult. It does. Yeah. I, I would imagine so. Um, it, and I think too, to some degree, like I was, when I was asking about it before, like, you know, if you're in a job where you're paying your bills or if it's like a career job, like, I guess my, what I was thinking was um, the jobs that I considered, and it could be, you know, either or kind of a job, but um, the job that I considered to be um, part of my career, I felt like demanded a degree of professionalism um, and responsibility and things like that, that I wanted to present myself a certain way as a professional um, because these, the people that I was working with now are going to be setting the tone kind of like when you're doing, when you're moving forward. Ah, okay. So I didn't want to fraternize with other professionals because I was like, I only need you to know how I work because gotcha. that's, what's going to eventually move me wherever I want to go. Mm. So, you know, you, mm -hmm. you know, what's interesting, um, one, when you ask about that question, like, mm -hmm. does it matter as far as it's a career job or job to pay your bills? Mm -hmm. I mean, in my mind, it's all the same because mm -hmm. I wouldn't have a job if I didn't have any bills, to tell you the truth. And <laughs> so that's one viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And then what I've learned in recent years, for some people, mm -hmm. as far as advancing in careers, it's, it, it has, well, I guess, depending on the circumstance, but it could have less to do with your qualifications on paper mm -hmm. and more of your networking and interpersonal yeah. skills. Yeah. Kind of who, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. that, that is a thing. Yeah. Who, you know, and how you were, how you work. Yeah. You or know? can even, or can someone even say, oh yeah, I know him. Right. And mm -hmm. that could simply be, oh, yeah, we've had coffee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other, the really, the other reason why I brought that up, too, was because, you know, when you're we're working on a resume, it has to be, like, relevant to what, you know, you put your experience to what's relevant to the job. So I wouldn't necessarily put on my resume uh, the waitressing job I had. 
You wouldn't put Surfshop Compliance Manager? I would not put anything related to retail um, unless I was straight out of college, but that doesn't apply. They want to know what skills you have for the job you're going to be doing, um, mm -hmm. you know, and the relevance. So that's what I was talking about, like career job. Like it could be in, in, in a restaurant business and you want to make sure you have all of that. Um, for me, that didn't apply. So I had, you know, when I was thinking about career job versus just a job for me, like an extra income, mm -hmm. I was, I was putting a lot more energy into the job that I was shaping my career. I see. Yeah. I see. Now, mm -hmm. you know, what, what has also happened with me, um, mm -hmm. separate from like a work family, mm -hmm. I've developed different systems or support systems you know they've been colleagues um but not just all from the same group or um just these people that i work with and i also hang with you mm -hmm. know what i mean so it's like i have a support system almost a bit of a family i guess if you want a professional family if you want to call it that mm -hmm. but without any of the family dynamics Mm. You know? And that's the, I guess that's one piece if we can talk about in, you know, the moments we have left, the dynamics that exist in a traditional family, mm -hmm. that's bad enough, <laughs> you know, yeah. bad enough to manage, right? Not that it's all bad. You know, some people have great families with no drama, mm -hmm. but most people have some dynamics within their family that they would like to avoid. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as, as, so as a systems thinker, natural systems, family, dynamic, generational stuff, mm -hmm. I, I observed that in traditional families and nuclear families, but then to then have that same drama in like a work family situation mm -hmm. where one person is like the scapegoating and then there's this other mm. person who's the controlling one. And then there's mm -hmm. this person who's got this you know, they want to be the mother and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? Mm, yes, I, yeah. <laughs> so I see that yeah. and I'm thinking, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't need to have you trying to be my mama at work. Yeah. You know, yeah. or you trying to be my wife at work or my <laughs> sister or my dad or any, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Because I come here to escape that to some extent, you know? Yeah, right, right. Ah, yeah, that's, that is true. I'll, but in, you know what, though? In some ways, I feel like it's unavoidable. Unless you're just completely, like, just checked out. Like, you only go to, like, you don't have any side conversations <laughs> with anyone after, you know, unless it's purely just sign this, do this do this and then you're out i feel like in some ways it just happens that you find yourself um in a in a a dynamic of sorts with your coworkers. well yeah so those dynamics are all around us yeah you know? so the idea is how do we choose to engage or not engage or participate Mm. in those dynamics mm. right so for example you'll have someone when you show up at a job who tends to be the one who wants to be in charge yeah 
And you can either say to yourself, well, no, I want to be the one in charge. Or you can just say, hey, they got this dynamic here. Mm -hmm. And my choice is to participate this way mm-hmm. as opposed to being swept up by the current mm-hmm. you know although to some extent you're gonna be in a role do you stay I mean then this is what I'm saying now we get into this whole crazy like <laughs> how you roll and operate or not mm-hmm. yes it exists but it's- yeah I mean then you kind of go into like this delicate dance of like a little here, a little there, not there. Um, right. Yeah. And then you're I, like, oh, did I offend them when I said this? Oh, yeah. You know, you just, is there an ego involved here? Is it control freak here? Is it a, you know, um, this person makes me check in a trillion times. This person doesn't care. Then there's like an allyship that happens. Totally. Without you even without you even meaning to it, then it's just like, okay, you're with them. Or I'm with the, you know, definitely it, it can get crazy. Yeah. And then we lose sight of why we're here now. Mm-hmm. We're here for, to do the job. Some people mm-hmm. are there for a paycheck, mm-hmm. you know, then it's just like, uh, really people. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. You know, but then know, you have, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I know some people, they have tried to avoid that because they just have, when you, that's just one more relationship dynamic, or not even one more, maybe 10, 12 more mm-hmm. relationship dynamics to manage. And I know for me, in many ways, I have enough relationships to manage. Yes, including those of clients. <laughs> trying to help them manage it right right i don't want to be caught up in this web of just managing Mm -hmm. those relationships yeah yeah oh i was not expecting the conversation to go this way i wasn't at all but you know but it's such a true situation you have these like incredibly crazy and complex like family dynamics group dynamics that happen within the context of your coworkers. Yeah, no, for sure. And they mirror, you know, mm-hmm. the dynamics in our immediate families. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the, the uh, one of the takeaways is if you're able to manage it in your family, mm-hmm. then you're able to manage it at work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but just some people just would rather not. Yeah. And sometimes when you do, you get really great gems, like the one that I have with you here. Aww. (laughs) I know, collective awe. Look at you, being all sweet and all. Gotta end it on a sweet note. Yeah, yeah. And on that note, listen, if our listeners, if you guys have had a wonderful work relationship, work family, you might have a work wife or work husband, Mm -hmm. and it's helped you, let us know. You know, if you just show up, do your job and go home, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. That is all right. They all have their merits. They all have their ups and their downs. Um, So if you found value in this, please let us know. Share uh, your thoughts when you leave a review. Um, Send it to a friend. You know, they'd like to perhaps learn something about their work dynamics, I'm sure. 
Or you could send it to your coworker. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, shoot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, after you do that, let us know how that turns out. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, please do. That, yeah, what that conversation is like. <laughs> so thank you guys again for joining us for our weekend edition, as always. Um, uh, is this... Uh... It is. Oh, yeah. So listen, we're going to be on a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. This is true. We will be popping in periodically. Um, you will still be able to get some of our episodes, but uh, the season three is coming. Yay. Thank season. you all, Squad Pod, for embracing Relationship Renegade. Mia, it's not Squad Pod. Dang it. I said it wrong. It's Pod Squad. Squ- <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I'm going to leave that to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for embracing me on Saturday. <laughs> yes. Yes. Listen, guys. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Um, yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, we'll have we'll be dropping some tidbits about season three. Um Thank you for the support. Thank you for the, the the sharing and helping this thing grow to where it is today. And uh, look forward to seeing you and having you for season three. Next episode, season three of Relationship Renegade. Thank you all and enjoy your holiday. Enjoy your Mm -hmm. break. Enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy whatever it is you're about to get into. Mm -hmm. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye now. Thank you.